And I remember my soul was crushed when he told me, I don't think you're the one. Like, I, you, I remember oh, you okay, told me, yeah. you're not the one. So this is how he found the one. We, uh, he Snapchatted me. Okay, so let's let's move it back a little bit because before I Snapchatted you, that there's some backstory there that that has to be told. Okay, the day on December twenty second at six p.m. you will become the one. All right, welcome back to the Unqualified Podcast with your co-hosts, Tim. And Molly. Tim and Molly. We are a married couple. Uh, we've been married for two years, and now we're doing a podcast, so that's what we're doing today. Yeah. What's today's topic, love? So today's topic is finding the one. Finding the one, because yeah. a lot of people think that there's a one out there, yeah. right? That just one perfect... Why do you think that is? Why do you think that there is a one complex movies movies i believe movies um also i mean that would go along with movies romanticizing Mm -hmm. the one um just feeling good about feeling good about um your spouse wanting only you and Mm -hmm. you were the one i don't know what do you think well i think it has a lot to do with a uh, with Hollywood, with a bunch of movies, Hallmark movies. I mean, when you grow up and you're, you're watching Disney movies, like all the animated ones, most of them had the Prince Charming, had the, I mean, I can't, the Rapunzel guy, whatever his <laughs> name is. <laughs> I, don't um, know. I also was thinking, you know, back in the old days, what there is, was arranged marriages, though. What is the old days? Biblical days, maybe? Well, yeah, I suppose. There was arranged marriage, so there was just one person for that person. Yes. Most of the time, it cost a goat or something. Some land. I don't know. (laughs) Probably wasn't the best arrangement. (laughs) But, I mean, still places do arranged marriages now, Yeah, I think, too. Uh, I believe India, the Indian culture from India, I believe they still do arranged marriages, actually. I I could be wrong, but I don't know. But Either anyways, way, so, we don't here in America. So movies might have gotten it from some inspired by something. Well, <laughs> let me. I'll, I'll give my best guess here, and this is what I think. I think every one of us is born with a savior complex, whether that's being the savior or uh, needing a savior. We, we all need to feel complete. I'll say that we we need to feel complete. And uh, we think that someone else with us is going to complete us. And I think that that's where a lot of it comes from because we have this ideal that we want to be complete with the perfect person and uh, never have anything uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree with that completely. So that's that's what I think. I mean, yeah. just we, we have a hole in our heart and we're trying to fill it with something and we want it to be big and amazing and grand and yeah (laughs) um it normally isn't (laughs) yeah i mean yeah (laughs) reality yeah it's it's a little bit different it's a little bit if you've heard our podcast before you you know that marriage isn't all it's cracked up to be Mm -hmm. but um so anyways i guess we should tell people 
kind of our experience with finding, searching for the one. I mean, I, I actually don't know a whole lot about your experience. If you thought that there would be a, a single one for you when you were dating them or talking to them, I don't know. So I never got to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, if this doesn't work out, I'm never going to get married. Because I had more of a complex of my mind. I was like, well, if it doesn't work out, I know that there's somebody out there for me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really care when I broke up with people or like if something didn't work out. I mean, it hurt, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like doomsday. Like I didn't think that if I skipped over a person that God wouldn't have somebody for me or like I missed out on the opportunity that mm-hmm. was for me to marry because I know there are some people that get very much caught up into what if they're the one, yeah, but they're not happy. Well, I mean, that was me. I, yeah. Okay. I, and this is where I'll, I'll share my story because um, this is where it got me into trouble. Um, so I, I didn't really have this idea. I don't think until college maybe that there was just magical one. I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think I had it in high school. I did date a girl for a long time in high school, but I don't think that's that was there. In college, for some reason, this popped up, and um, it's also when I became a Christian. And for some reason, there were two people that I like talked to or or dated, whatever you want to call it. And each time, one was a one was a Muslim, and one was an atheist. <laughs> and so, for some strange reason uh i i decided i wanted to pursue these people and each time i thought you know they're the one and so i would i would go for them and uh pursue them and honestly waste a a ton of time um just being dumb and a lot of heartbreak and that would just end in shambles i mean it did it twice where I was heartbroken. The other person was heartbroken. Just wasn't a good idea. Um, so that was my experience trying to search for the one. Two hearts broken, or three, I guess. But it just was not not enjoyable. So whenever you broke up with them, or like they, you guys just split ways. Uh-huh. Did you think that? Oh man, that was the one. Like my opportunity just crushed. Well. Let me let me dive a little bit deeper into me thinking the one first. Um, there would be these little things of like like I would I don't know connect with them in some way, or they would have the same sense of humor, or they would try to romanticize everything. So when things would happen, uh, I would be like, "This is God's plan. Like this this is meant to be. I know this is meant to be." And I think as Christians, that's one of our biggest hiccups. You think so? I think that we think that God is this, we're on puppet strings sometimes, uh-huh. like although that's not your theology, mm-hmm. but I think that we think that we can't make our own decisions mm-hmm. and that like if, if we make one wrong or we very much romanticize oh my goodness, he has the same humor as me. Mm-hmm. Or that was exactly on my list when I wrote when I was six yeah. of what I wanted for a spouse. So that has to be what God wants. Yeah. But honestly, God doesn't work that way. No. We have free will. And um, whether or not that crushes 
here on earth crushes your soul or um, is meant to build you up, that is the one. Yeah. Well, here's what I, I think that we do when it comes to God or fate, whatever whatever you want to call it. We we say it's God because we believe it's God. Uh, I think that we see, like, if something were to get canceled and I could see this person when I wasn't going to be able to see them, whatever, I'd be like, God must be in this. Like, just because the biggest misconception is just because something happens for you to move in a certain direction or open a door or whatever does not mean that God has opened that door to give you what you want. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, what if it's Satan opening a door to distract you? Mm-hmm. You know, what What if it's, I don't know, we just have a, a lot of decisions that, that we could make and, and doors can open but that doesn't always mean go through the door. Mm-hmm. That doesn't always mean that God is on the other side ready to bless what you're pursuing because, you know, people pursue a lot of awful, horrible things and horrible things happen. Horrible things wouldn't happen if somehow doors weren't open, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, people that are in the wrong place at the wrong time are somehow going through a door and the the let's say a person bad is doing some something to that person, they have been opened a door somehow and something bad happened, you know? And so I don't think, I think trying to make God so mystical and so... Um, dreamy. Dreamy, yes. I think trying to make God so dreamy is a terrible way to go about life. It's awful way to go about life too, making marriage so dreamy. Oh yes. Because I mean, if you are, I and I understand it. I got married when I'm twenty. I was twenty one. Young. I think. So, so that definitely, I can't really speak for the searching thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know of so many people that they are just tr- waking up every morning to find the person they want to marry. Yeah. And that's really sad. There's such a big life to live outside of being married. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, I don't know. It just, it breaks my heart and that's not God's plan for them. And his plan for them is he will do whatever his plan is in his time. Yeah. And as a person who wants to take control of everything, I think that we, we have control issues and we want the timeline to be on our timeline. So I mean, I don't know. That would be a very tough thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not speaking for me. I'm not speaking for other people. Um, I'm just speaking for myself. I know that it would be a tough thing if yeah. I was not married, but that was God's plan for me. And yeah. some people would look at me at 21 and be like, you're throwing your life away. Yeah. And then some people also look at me and be like, oh, you have it all because yeah. you're married. Yeah. So, yeah. And we should be very, very clear because when we were talking, we thought that we were the one for each other, right? Yes. I mean, we, we did romanticize our relationship to the point where like, this is the one. And, and you know, you hear this all the time from, from people that, that they're like, you know what? I just knew this is what the one. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we, we did, but we, we only know that that's true now because we're married. It's really funny, actually. Um, we'll go into how we met and how we became each other's one. But it was funny because um, 
we were talking about this one subject and I remember my soul was crushed when he told me, I don't think you're the one. Like I, you, I remember oh, you okay, told me yeah. you're not the one because I, well, I, okay. I didn't say that you're not the one. I said, there's no such thing as the yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Even though I, I, at the time I wasn't like all in on that. I, I knew in my head that there's no such thing as the one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, go ahead. So anyways, it was just funny because my little soul was crushed by Tim being logical. And that's been our whole marriage. Yeah. My little soul has been crushed because Tim's being logical. Oh, that's great. So anyways, it was just really funny to to hear his perspective. But I got to think about it. I'm like, you know what? Like, that's true. And it, it makes it so much easier for you to live out your day and live out your mm-hmm. life with knowing that God is in control. Mm-hmm. And this is all going to be on his timeline. And it hurts mm-hmm. because we're human and we like to get things on our timeline. But it's it's what God is planning the best mm-hmm. outcome. Yeah. So I wanted to dive into how we met the one. Wait, hang on. Oh, hang on. I want I, I, we will. Okay. I want to share some. I want to share hard truth. I just. OK, I've. I pictured myself just sharing a hard truth Come after down. that. Come so I'm going to bring the bed. fire, okay? This is uncomfortable. If you're if you're married, uh, if, if you're a husband, if you're a wife, whatever, that person that you're married to could be married to someone else. Mm-hmm. I could be married to someone other than Molly and be very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uncomfortable, but you could be married to someone and your spouse could be married to someone else and be very happy without you. Because that's just the way it is. However, I'm married to Molly. So she is the one. That's how I know she's the one. Because marriage is not a... It's not the mystical thing that you think it is. It's a choice. It's a, it's a, it's a choice and it's a commitment. And so I have committed to you no matter what that you are the one. Whether that makes me extremely happy one day or extremely frustrated one day or i don't feel anything or i get cold toward you Mm -hmm. um yeah you're still the one and and that's that's where things get hard yeah so that's where that's where a lot of the non uh mystical and romantic things happen in in our lives is being married to someone who is the one who really, really frustrates you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least at that time. I mean, yeah, the goal sure. is to not have that. The goal is obviously to pursue a, a romantic relationship that's, you know, happy and um, joyful. But uh, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't happen overnight. And it probably won't ever, it's probably not ever going to happen that you're not going to have tough times with your spouse. Yeah. So, okay. You wanted to, I wanted, the fire is over. Guys, <laughs> it's been... It's been laid down. Do with it what you will. <laughs> the embers are cooling. Embers are just cooling. Let, just let it set in your brain for a while. And and I mean, it is a hard truth because yeah. if you really, really love your spouse, especially if you're newlyweds, I would think uh, your heart is like, oh, but but Ouch. he's the he's the one. Yeah. He could be married to someone else. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But he's not. He chose you. He chose you. Mm-hmm. So if he's a good man, if you're a good wife, you guys are going to choose each other forever. Yep. So. Um, yeah. And I was going to say, like, as you were talking about that, I was going to say maybe even, well, probably a year ago, that would have crushed my soul. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, had anyways. You, had you heard that the first time on the podcast, what would you have done? Exactly. I would have been, well, I remember. We would have had to pause. I listened to it on a podcast before. And Did I you? was like, yeah. And the truth, I don't know. I just had to learn the truth. So yeah. anyways, 
we're going to go talk about our story of finding the one. Uh-huh. So, I remember every guy I dated, I just had no tolerance for. I, not, maybe not every guy, but I was just not kind. And I remember just getting so annoyed. And I just, I don't know. It was more of a thing that I was like, okay, this is fine. Like, they, they call me pretty. They buy me food. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fine. And I I always hated that because I was like, man, if I'm not in a relationship with somebody I want to marry, why am I in this relationship? So, again, the guy before I dated Tim, I just, I felt bad and I broke up with him. And two days later, this Tim Sanders guy. Hi. Yeah. So, this is how he found the one. We, uh, he Snapchatted me. Okay, so let's let's move it back a little bit because before I Snapchatted you, that there's some backstory there that that has to be told. Okay, so I'm all the way over two thousand miles in Arizona, right? I'm I'm living living on my own by myself. I, I think it was right before I left, actually. With Zebo. With Zebo, I had my my dog Australian Shepherd Zebo. Uh, check the Insta for for pics for of pics, him. For pics, yeah. Uh, he's very cute. Uh, he's what got me Molly. But anyways. <laughs> So I'm I'm two thousand or at least getting ready to leave two thousand miles away, and I spot you on my Facebook because you apparently added me in middle school when I first and I uploaded was, Facebook. Yeah, and I was a senior. Yeah, I think you were going to college. Okay, uh, I did not know this at the time, and I just accepted everyone because I was a high school athlete star, yeah. whatever. And so, like, we're from a small town, and. Um, I mean, just the town knew me. I don't. I don't know how to say that without sounding like I have a huge head. It's the, true, though. The town. The town just knew who I was. Okay, he so, was a very good athlete. So the uh, she added me. I just accepted. Didn't know who she was. Didn't even probably think about it because I had no idea that I had her. Years later, when I was getting ready to go across the nation to my new home, I spot this girl named Molly Geisey. On uh, on Facebook there, and I was like, "Who is this?" What do you say? <laughs> oh yeah. Let's tell the people what you said. I said I said um, out loud maybe to myself. I don't know. I you said, said it. To- oh okay. Hot. Oh, I said it to my friends. <laughs> I said, "Hot dang, that girl's hot." <laughs> <laughs> I know, romantic, right? And so uh, I looked through her stuff. Obviously, did some creeping, and I was like, "Man, this girl is." gorgeous drop dead gorgeous and then i left across the country and you know just kept looking at her and i had a boyfriend as well well not yet not yet yet. okay so i wanted you to notice me on all the social medias (laughs) right boy did he i wanted you to know that you that i noticed you so i followed you on like instagram and twitter Twitter and I, I didn't have Instagram you on Snapchat and Twitter, yet. and then I think you favorited a bunch of my stuff, yep. and you would like my stuff on Facebook as well. Yep. Well, because I also saw that she would post, you know, Christian godly things, and so <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, please serve me up a plate of that. Anyways, that's too far. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and boy, did I <laughs> stop it! You cannot be doing that on our podcast, anyway. <laughs> so then I. Uh, a couple of days later, weeks later, I don't know. Sometime later, it turns out she got a boyfriend. I saw 
some pictures with dudes, a dude, I guess dude, I should say, multiple, multiple dudes, dudes dating <laughs> a couple guys at once. Um, no, just one dude. And I saw she was in a, in a relationship and I was like, well, this girl's wifed up. There's no way that this girl doesn't start dating this guy and marry him first thing. Cause that's just, I bet that's the kind of girl that she is. And so I just kind of put it, put it out of my mind. Didn't, didn't interact or anything for the next six months. How long did you date him? No, three months. Three months. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's about right. So, yeah. Um, a couple months later, then. Anyway, uh, so then he I saw just, me in April. Yes. And then July, August is when we started. Yeah. So then I uh, just kind of let it go. Thought you know that fish got away. I I'm sure the other one is out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, and so uh, months later. Three months. Three months later, I saw. She. He she, was creeping. You were. Yeah. You. Well, I think your tweets showed up different. Like I, I just knew there was something different. You were. You were tweeting Bible verses or like sad. No, I was not tweeting sad not stuff. Sad. It was sappy. Okay. You were tweet, tweeting sappy things, and anytime <laughs> a girl tweets a bunch of sappy things, they're I don't know going through an emotional time. Right. Okay. So I saw that. And I was like, huh, that's curious. So me being curious, checked your Facebook, and I did not see that uh, you were in a relationship anymore. And I, I remember specifically turning off my pub, my public part of um, in a relationship or not, because you know how you can put in a relationship yep. and then not in a relationship. And like I didn't want anyone to see it because I'm like, I am not dramatizing this. Mm-hmm. I'm just going about my way. And I didn't want any guys to message me either. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm just putting this away. And I put it away. And then so Tim later on, that day or whatever, uh, my friends and I were together and we were just being goofy. And my friend was like, just put your Snapchat on Twitter and let's see how many guys add you. And I was like, no, that's dumb. And I was like, I don't want to do it. And she was just, we were just messing with each other. And so she's like, just do it and like, just take it down. If like, if anybody weird gets on, just take it down. So we were all in a group message and... I got a notification and I was like, you guys, Tim, no, I said, you guys, Mr. Sanders son just messaged me. <laughs> we, we should tell my, my dad was the, the gym teacher and health teacher, gym and health teacher for, for middle school or our middle school for high school when I was there. But yeah. but yeah, so he was my teacher and I said, Mr. Sanders son just added me on Snapchat. What do I do? So then what did you do? I kept him. Oh. I let him snap me. Wow. So we snapped, right? Yeah. And what was the first thing you said, Mr. Sanders? Oh, man. I am forgetting all the good parts of this. Uh, I said, uh, hey, is this too forward? Yep. Yep. (laughs) That's what I led with. That was my... Because I was... Like I said, I was 2,000 miles. Didn't matter. I was just like, you know what? Gonna wing it. Gonna do it. Whatever. And see how it turns out. So I said, is this too forward? And then you said, you know, I don't really. add the creepy ones I, I, back. Yep, I don't add the creepy ones back. And um and then when he found out I was the one, I gave him my number and he texted me. And he texted me, Hey, 
Is this Molly? Hey, is this Molly? And she goes, <laughs> she goes, no, this is Patrick. Except I texted no. Well, this okay, is yeah, you can't text it like that, but <laughs> that's how I read it. Tim f- got a plane ticket, flew across. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> but no. no, that was the start of our relationship. Like yeah. it's just it's really funny to talk about that. However, you guys, it sounds romantic. It sounds amazing. It sounds crazy. It sounds like the stars were aligned. We could have said no at yeah. any point in the relationship and we would have found someone else. Yeah. At any point. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, all that to say is when you find this person and such a compatible person, but I mean, I really truly didn't trust you with mm-hmm. all my heart and I knew that I wanted to marry you. Yeah. So here's here's kind of how we looked at it how we should look at it anyway um while there's no such thing as the one there are people that you you could probably get along with better than other people right and so our attitude going into dating and marriage was um hey this person i have a lot of fun with right so number one we have a ton well number one we have faith behind us, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're both Christians. We, we both believe in Jesus as the Savior. That That's our core foundation, and that's what holds us together now. Um, we know that no matter what, we're in this together because we are to lay down our lives for one another, basically. Lay down our wants and needs because Jesus has laid down his life for us. So that is how we approach our marriage. Uh, but So that's the foundation. Number two, we have a lot of fun together. Right, and we can have a lot of fun together, and we had a lot of fun together when we were dating, and that's great. I mean, that's a good quality. We both make each other laugh. That's mm-hmm. number three, and we both uh, kind of wanted some of the same things. I mean, for the most part, I think we did want some of the same. Like, oh yeah, like babies. You wanted to to be mostly a stay at home mom. How did you find that out? <laughs> On Twitter once, you oh, shoot. What did you post? Just I I just want to be a. I said I, oh. I I just want to be a stay-at-home mom and do and take care of my kids and do the home tasks, I don't know, and just laugh in the face of all feminists or something, something like, like that. Something like that. So <laughs> that's how I knew. I I screenshot that, sent it to my boys and and I just knew. But um so we had a lot anyway, that that to say we had a lot of things in common. And we had a direction that we wanted to head together. And so basically, we're just like, you know, do you want to do this together? Like, no matter what, do you want to be by my side and just experience this life and head in this direction together? And we both said yes. And we... (laughs) Can I read the tweet? Yeah, you have it already? Yeah. But seriously, though, can I just be a housewife and be an insult to feminists everywhere? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. and that is how i hooked him guys yep <laughs> hooked me right up with patrick and insult to all feminists <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> strange way to do it but it worked <laughs> but yeah sorry go on it's okay I, I was just saying i mean we that's why we wanted to to be together because we had a good direction so like if you <laughs> for me my past two experiences with a Muslim and an atheist couldn't be more different than Christianity, right? And so 
why did I think that these people would be compatible with me? Mm-hmm. Like just because that that just had the laughing part, I guess. I mean, and also I think that you again romanticize. Well, yeah, the one. And you were like, hey, if I convert this woman, she's going to be the one. I totally forgot about that. I tried to convert these people. Mm-hmm. That, that's why they didn't work out because, like, they wouldn't be converted. Basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wouldn't be converted. So, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> All that time he was training for me, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So, that, that brings us to our next point, I think. Train. Be the person you want to marry. Be the per- Become the marryable person. Mm-hmm. Right. If marriage is your end goal, definitely um, be the person that you would want to be married to and be the person who you are. Mm-hmm. Just be who you are. You do not have to put a front on to these people. If you're not a runner and the person that you are dating is a runner and they're passionate about it, don't become a runner. They can run by themselves. We romanticize everything so much. Yeah. Like, um, I remember, <laughs> including Tim and I. I remember I signed up for a half marathon and Tim's like, hey, I'll sign up for that half marathon because he had a end goal in mind that he was going to get down on his knee and propose after the half marathon. And guess who didn't run the half marathon that Spoiler year? Spoiler alert, that neither plan didn't one of work us. out. <laughs> yeah, neither one of us ran the half marathon because that wasn't something that he was committed to. He did not want to do the half marathon, so... Yeah, I mean, that I was heard. something that you just don't change your life to yeah. be with somebody that you that you love. Mm-hmm. The person loves you for you. Yeah. And honestly, if you come into the relationship fake and go in tricking everyone, that's going to be such a sad thing for yeah. the, the other person to see. Yeah, because then, then you will have just fooled someone into marrying you. And fooling yourself. Yeah, and that, that is not a fun thing because mm-hmm. once the truth comes out, someone's going to be angry. Yeah. And I mean, we experienced that. Like I I thought I was myself with you, but Mm -hmm. you still found out a bunch of things about me Mm -hmm. uh, that were not me. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't upfront about things. And um, that has caused a lot of difficulty in our marriage. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, you did marry a fake version of me. But I think that everyone marries a fake version of their to spouse. To an extent, yeah, because you can't, you also don't want to pour everything out before you're married because you got to be, then you're not in a safe place. Like if you're just, we just talked about this last episode, if you're just dating someone, you're not really in that safe place. So some of that stuff I was good to hold back to an extent, but I should have been more forthcoming with. I guess my experiences or my past and said, Hey, it's a lot dirtier, dirtier than what you think as we went about marriage or as we went about pursuing further into marriage and engage or engagement, I guess I should say. And then, but you know, but trailing back to the one. So, <laughs> um, and another thing that Tim, he would always remind me the day on December 22nd at six, p.m. you will become the one and I remember he wrote me a letter that I think that day and said or no you you wrote a Facebook post and you said you're gonna become my one mm-hmm. oh, and yes. we full-heartedly believe the person that you marry becomes your one yes that they, that you 
from the beginning of time, when you marry that person, that person has been your one, mm-hmm. right? But only after you're married. Mm-hmm. Oh, that That's what seals the deal. And and it's not, there's not another person after that that's going to be the one. There's not another person that is going to satisfy you better than that person. There isn't going to be that. Like, I know a lot of the times affairs, they just start out as an idea of romanticism. I mean, like this person does it better than the one I'm with now. And that just is is a recipe for disaster because... Especially because if you're going to start a relationship with someone else other than your spouse, like where is that? Uh, you're already on a, a a grounds for distrust. And where's the foundation? Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. what I mean. I mean, there, you just don't have if you if you go into that, then there's already this idea that this person could could cheat on me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So the one comes from, um, honestly, just the beginning of time Mm -hmm. before we know it. Um, And the minute we say I do, that is the person for us. And I remember you described it so beautifully and you said that, um, what did you say? Adam, God took out my rib and gave it to you. Uh. He he pulled God pulled a rib from Adam, mm-hmm. gave it to Eve because the rib protects the heart. Mm-hmm. Is that what I said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just so beautiful because all this time while we were dating, he kept on saying, "I don't, I don't believe in the one. Like I know I want to marry you, but I know that we can both choose anybody at any time. So just know that I'm choosing you." Mm-hmm. And honestly, as a twenty year old girl. And who watches way too many Hallmark movies. Way too many in Christmas time. Way too many. Go on. It was a hard thing to have to like come to terms with because all your life you've been told that there is one man for you. And um, then that man comes and goes, There, there's more people. Like, I'm choosing you. Yeah. So we do believe in the one. We believe yeah. that you can choose your one. We believe that God has, from the beginning of times, known your one because he is God and he knows all things and he knows the date of your marriage. Mm-hmm. And um, But we also believe that things are in God's timing. It is not in our timing. And if we feel uncomfortable with the person that we're with, we can walk away and God still has a design for our one. Yeah. And um, that's something that I really prided myself in when I was younger. I I just didn't care about breaking up with people. Like, you know, it's, it's there's something else, someone else, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get upset about this because I wanted to marry them, but I'm not going to marry them. Yeah. So when I met Tim, it was very, 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 very different though. Like, we both talked about marriage within the first day. Yeah. No joke. I, I, I remember Tim actually said, hey, just so you know, and this is another really great thing. Yeah, I wish we would have said this earlier because some people might have turned off the podcast I'm sorry, by yeah. now. But I, I wish we would have said it earlier, what, what you're saying now. 
Yeah, is he that, said, by the way, here's the groundworks. I'm I'm 25. I'm looking for a wife. Yeah. And he gave me the opportunity to walk away. Yeah. And I, I didn't because I was, you know what? I'm looking for a husband and you could be my husband. Yeah. And he looked at me and he said, you could be my wife. And it's just stuff like that where you just have to really see your ground, your, what is it? Lay the groundwork? Yes. You just have you to- really have just had to see where, um, lay the groundwork and see what you want in a spouse. Yeah. And again, don't romanticize marriage yeah. because you, as a single woman, as a single man, you're doing great and yeah. you're doing God's work and you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing right now, which is yeah. being single, ha- living a life, doing your thing. Um, stewarding what you have in this season. Yeah. So. Yeah, because let to be honest, you have so much time. If you're you're off being single, you have so much time to to train yourself, to learn more, to read more, to to get involved more. I mean, to pursue if you're if you're doing your career, to pursue your career. I mean, what pay off to debt? Travel. I mean, to, to travel. I mean, you you. You could do anything, right? And and that's the time that you should be enjoying because singleness is a gift as well as marriage is a gift. And so enjoy the time that you have being single. But but if you're pursuing marriage, then prepare for marriage by becoming the person that you want to marry, basically. Like just... Mm-hmm. just fulfill what you want your side of the marriage to look like. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So also I want to say with us being each other's ones, I had a big list of no's that Tim did not check off. I did not want to marry somebody older than me, very much older Mm -hmm. than me. And I did not want to marry somebody from my hometown I did not want to, I mean, I, this is funny to say, but I was scared of bald heads. And I remember telling you that. And I was like, hey, I just need you to know, like, I'm scared to touch your head. Yeah. So there are so many things that I did not want in a spouse that I thought I didn't want in a spouse, but here he is. Yeah. And there were so many things that I wanted in a spouse uh, that you were not. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to date anyone under the age of 21. Uh, I was, he started dating me at 19. <laughs> I wasn't going to. And he was 25. I wasn't going to live in Ohio again. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe those were the only two. I don't remember. And from your hometown. Oh, yeah. Never never date someone from my hometown. Mm-hmm. That Those were the, the three things there. You hit all of them. Yeah, exactly. And now so. we are here, stuck in Ohio, close to our hometown. And I'm very much in love with you. Mm-hmm. I hate Ohio, but I'm in love with you. And this is where I will stay until <laughs> until the Lord calls us somewhere else, maybe. Yep. <laughs> I may die in this home. I don't know. Yep. So all that being said, the one is so romanticized. And we hope we gave you a little bit insight of not 
it not being romanticized. And again, our story might sound amazing and like it should be in a movie. And it is fun telling our story, but there are so many broken pieces to our story as well. And we just keep choosing each other, knowing we are the one. Yeah. So, so moral of the story, there's not a one. Get it out of your head. That's one. <laughs> but be nice about it. Well, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, that wasn't nice, my wife says. So, there is no one. I'm sorry. Is that better? Yes. Uh, number two, ladies, if that brother doesn't want to get married, just Peace forget out, baby. about him. I mean, just, just drop him. Guys, if the lady doesn't want to get married, go find someone else. Uh, and If they don't check everything off your box, that doesn't mean they're not the one yeah. to. So. I don't know. And then become the person that you, you want to, you'd want to marry. Mm-hmm. There, That's the best way. I couldn't think of how to say it yeah. this whole podcast. Become the person that you would want to marry. Yes. There we go. There you go. So those are... That's a little bit about the one. Yeah. Yeah, that is a little bit about the one. Disney, Hallmark, stop We're put, coming for you. Stop putting out nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so we are going to do our regular four questions. Yes, let's dive right into let's it. Let's go into let's it. Let's dive into okay. it. Okay, what are you loving, Tim Sanders? Um, What am I loving? I am loving our stinking little boy. Every week. He is growing up so dang quick. It's absolutely ridiculous. He's nine months now. He fed himself like a whole bowl of food today. Yeah, a taco salad, basically. I just... Blows my mind. He's got yeah. two little teeth. Mm-hmm. He's... he's Popping in a third. Popping in a third. Going bye, 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 bye yeah. all the time. Uh, w- almost walking. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, giggling. He's just... He's the best. That's what I'm loving. I am loving being that... That might have been one of mine from like two episodes ago. Well, just it's being, yours every week. Doesn't matter. He's just the best. <laughs> He's He is awesome. He's a lot of fun. So that's what I'm loving. What are you loving? I am loving also seeing him learn. I mean, there's nothing. We got to make a rule that Arrow can't be on this podcast every week. That we're loving him. <laughs> that we can't. Sorry, guys. We're boring you. But <laughs> man, he is amazing. I'm loving being a mom and I know that I complain about quarantine and complain about being stuck in here, but man, the things that I've got to see him learn during this quarantine is, I mean, he went from sitting up to crawling like in this whole quarantine to almost walking guys. So, I mean, it's just amazing to see how much he's grown and yeah, he's eating food. And so it's been so much fun and he brings so much joy to so many people. So, I love, love, love that. He brings huge smiles and gives huge smiles. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Fan. Okay. What are you listening to? Listening to? Uh, I never know. Uh, not much <laughs> anymore. My wife on the road yeah, <laughs> when I call. So I'm listening a lot to my wife on the road when I call in between buildings and drive home. What about mm-hmm. you, love? Um, I am listening to, oh, this is great news, you guys. So remember how I was talking about Andy F. Downs having a quarantine show and, um, they ended it. They ended the quarantine show and I was very, very sad. 
a minute later, they announced that they came out with their own podcast. Ooh. So it's called Annie and Eddie Keep Talking, and I love it. It's a 30-minute podcast on Tuesdays and Fridays, so that is what I've been listening to. I'm dearly missing the everyday content of them. They got me through quarantine, honestly. And so, yeah, I've been loving listening to their new show. It's literally just them talking on the phone. So I I, I don't know. I really like lighthearted podcasts apparently now in this, these days. That's fine. But, you do you. Yeah. Um, what are you reading? Reading. See, this is why I don't like this one because I never, I never start reading anything. Yeah, you read the Bible to Arrow every night. I do. I do. I read. We he has the Jesus Storybook Bible. Thank you. You know what I read better than I do. We have the Jesus Storybook Bible, and we read that to him every night before he goes to bed, which he's been sleeping in his crib lately. Oh, that's, uh, that's been fantastic. Highly recommend <laughs> that you stop. Uh, sleeping, sleeping with, with your, your kid <laughs> and you put him so that he'll sleep in his crib so because sleeping's great but my gosh you don't get any sleep so put him let him cry he'll be fine <laughs> no this is how much sleep you don't get i used to talk in my sleep all the time and then we had a baby and i never fully slept and then he went to his crib and now i started talking in my sleep again yeah her talking in her sleep is waking me up to tell me things or to think that something's on me she thought we had a daughter a couple nights ago she thought i was the daughter and my my knee cuz i was in a tuck position apparently was was arrow so she's like baby girl i just want to make sure the arrow's okay what <laughs> so yeah. Fantastic. And last yeah, last night you thought the arrow was on me. You woke up <laughs> started messing with the covers like on my <laughs> chest. And I'm like, "What are you what are you doing?" You're like, "I just want to make sure arrow is okay laying in that position." I also told you, "No pictures, please." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pictures. Whatever. Um No pictures here. No pictures, please. <laughs> That's what I said in my sleep one night, too. So, yeah, you can now see how much sleep we actually get because I started talking to my sleep again. <laughs> Molly gets plenty of sleep now. I <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I wake up to Molly <laughs> a couple times and then to <laughs> Arrow, <night>. too. <laughs> it's great. Last night, I, after I uh, realized I was talking to him in my sleep, um, I woke up and I was like, oh, well, I got to pee. So I get out of bed and Tim goes, Molly, Molly. Oh, yeah. Because he thought I was sleepwalking. <laughs> I wanted to make sure you weren't going to head down the stairs. <laughs> Molly, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm just going pee. All right. <laughs> She's up. We're good. <laughs> okay. Back to 20 minutes of sleep All for right. me. All right. Yes. <laughs> 20 more minutes until something else wakes me up. <laughs> Okay, well, what I am reading, thank you for asking, I am reading Glory Road, and I am almost done with it, and I'm so excited about it. I read a lot, but anyways, yeah, I'm reading Glory Road. What is it? It's a fictional book. It's about a florist. Mm. Um, it's actually about she's trying to pick who she's going to marry. She has two couple different guys? Two different guys. See, there we go. That's, I mean... But... In the all in all, there her mom tells her, "Babe, there's not the one out there. Okay, you you get to choose." Why is she picking two? Is she dating two different guys at the same Mm-mm. time? Uh, sorta. You guys, how gotta do you pick know that up. he that either of them is going to pick her? 
Because they both love her. And they both confess their love. Sounds like a bad episode of The Bachelor. Sounds like a boring episode of The Bachelor. It sounds like a Hallmark movie. It does. But that's also what The Bachelorette does, isn't it? Bunch of different guys date one girl. Oh, so wholesome. Anyway. Okay. What are you eating, (laughs) Tim Sanders? Whatever you make. Just done. I mean, you made cookies. There hasn't been something. Oh, no. You, what do you have last week? Complimentary. Every day. Every day. McDonald's. Oh, yes. So I'm a healthcare worker. McDonald's was offering thank He's you meals. He's a health hero. I'm, I'm not. I don't. I work in nursing homes. I haven't seen a single patient with COVID. I've been pretty, pretty safe for the most part. Even if I did, I would still be safe. I would just be out of work at other places. Um, but... McDonald's was giving out uh, thank you meals to healthcare workers. You just had to flash your badge. So I would get breakfast and lunch and second <laughs> lunch, depending on where I was driving. <laughs> uh, and I would get a free meal. So that was nice. That was thank you, McDonald. If you're listening, McDonald's CEO. Thank you, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> That's just the libel one. I know. I was kidding. Uh, McDonald's CEO, if you're listening, which I expect you are. Because we're big. We, we have had, a big We podcast. had like nine nine views last time, nine listens last time. <laughs> Thank you for giving me some free McDonald's. We salute you. I would salute you if this were a video podcast. We salute you too, health hero. Yes. Me? Yes. No, we. I, I salute the health heroes out there on the front lines in the hospitals and stuff. I don't do anything. Yeah. But um, what I am eating is I wake up in the morning and look so much forward to my cinnamon toast because I get to eat with Arrow. Yeah, because now <laughs> you're tearing it up and... Yeah, he eats it. He picks it up. Sorry, we're just obsessed with Arrow, but he's just growing. But yeah, so I've been eating cinnamon toast okay. and lots of it. And, and I'm. What's going to happen when that cinnamon toast is out? what I do? Oh, Tim made a concoction. Well... I guess I just put cinnamon and sugar in a shaker. So I made cinnamon sugar, right? Yeah. For our toast. Mm-hmm. And Tim and Arrow ate that on Saturday morning I when we were out of cinnamon sure toast. Sure did. Saturday and Sunday. Well, don't forget mm-hmm. about that. Okay. Well, I think that wraps this one up. Yeah. Right? Wow. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you guys are still listening again. <laughs> um. We very much appreciate five-star reviews and also leave a little comment and a review um, and let us know what you want to hear. If you guys like these serious episodes, we'll give you more of these. If you guys want more lighthearted episodes, we love recording both. But yeah, just let us know what you want to hear and uh, leave us a comment and a five-star review. And, you know, we're, we're getting better. We're getting more comfortable on the mic, just talking to each other. So, you know, if if you found this one boring, just... Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, we'll get better. We'll, we get spicy. We'll promise. We get well. My wife gets a little spicy on the <laughs> on the podcast. Tim gets a little flush. I, I don't know how to how to tame that. I don't know. And I'm the one who edits, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> you can't take me out. You can't bleep me. <laughs> it's true. I just kind of put them up. So if anything makes it on that shouldn't be on there, I'm blaming you. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you for listening and. Our next podcast, I'm really excited about. We're going to do, I'm doing an interview. So 
Um, we are going to start doing a monthly segment of small business owners and um, bloggers, YouTubers, anybody who I am just inspired by. I'm trying to get them on the podcast and talk to them, real life people, how they grew their business. And so I hope you guys really enjoy that. I'm so excited for it. And yeah, so. All right. Well, you guys have a good week and yeah. uh, take care. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye.